T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome. It is Powerly on News Radio 930 WBEN on a Monday. And uh, we're at January 23rd of 2003. There's those darn threes again popping up. 2023, 23rd. What's going on here? But uh, anyway, good to be with you on this day. And uh, no, sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes you're right about something and you're not happy about being right about something. And obviously, yesterday's football game is one of those things I would have preferred to have been wrong uh, about in uh, expecting pretty much what we saw. Um, it was pretty played out pretty much as I expected it to play out. Um, and I, I think it was just, uh, I mean, Joe Beamer uh, talked about this a little bit. Uh, I heard Joe before I had to pop into the dentist for the uh, biannual uh, uh, cleaning and examination at the Buffalo Dental Group, one of our sponsors, of course. But uh, anyway, it was it was not a real good sign when the Bengals just had their way with the Bills on their first possession, just marched down the field and easily went up 7 to nothing. Then the Bills do absolutely nothing on offense. Then the Bengals come down and, again, absolutely have their way with the Buffalo Bills. Wide open receiver in the end zone, 14 nothing Bengals. And, you know, in, in some respects, I'm, I'm just thinking about this, it, I have to ask you the question, is it easier to take this loss than if the Bills had been competitive in the game but lost in the last five seconds again. This, to me, is easier to take uh, for two reasons. Number one, and look, don't hate me for this. I'm entitled to my opinion as you are entitled to yours. I did not expect the Bills to beat the Bengals. Uh, This team clearly had some issues during the second half of the season that were issues that anybody with a film, uh, with with the ability to watch videotape uh, and great football knowledge could easily have capitalized upon, and and that is what the Bengals did. And the other thing, in addition to the Bills um, struggling against some really inferior teams of the National Football League, um, if you think about it, who, who is the Buffalo Bills' big acquisition last year? Who is, who is the big acquisition last year? It was Von Miller. And why do we get Von Miller? The Buffalo Bills got Von Miller to push them past the hump. Who wasn't in the game yesterday? Von Miller because of his knee injury. And frankly, I, I, I knew, and again, please don't hate me for this, but I knew that the Bills were not going to go to the Super Bowl, much less win a Super Bowl. The look 
on Von Miller's face as he was being carted off the field told me all I had to know. When Von Miller left uh, the game with his injury, the look on his face, I knew at that moment the Bills are not going to the Super Bowl. They're not going to win the Super Bowl because the Bills themselves said, this is the guy who is going to put us over the hump. And I knew he was gone for the season. I knew he was not going to suit up for the Bills again. Um, we didn't find that out officially until a few days later. But you didn't have to be uh, a medical professional to understand the look on a guy's face when he knows that he is done. And he'd been there and done that before. So that was, to me anyway, the beginning of uh, the end of the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl aspirations. And at the beginning of the season, when so many people were saying, oh, the Bills are the team of destiny, the Bills are going to be the, the people who, I mean, Pat McAfee, who can beat the Buffalo Bills? Well, we found out who can beat the Buffalo Bills and who almost beat the Buffalo Bills and how to do it. And, uh, you know, McAfee, for as smart a guy as he is, he did say at one point, uh, only the Buffalo Bills can beat the Buffalo Bills. And to some extent, he was right. But don't underplay the importance of the injuries that this team had to endure. This team had so many games lost by key players to injuries. It really, seriously, it is, it's amazing. It is utterly amazing the adversity that they had to deal with all season long. The fact that they emerged with the regular season record they did um, should be a surprise. Uh, but they, look, they, they showed a lot of fight. They showed a lot of heart in the regular season in overcoming the, the flight to Detroit because of the snow. Uh, not that a flight to Detroit is any big deal, but you basically negate any home field advantage you would have had at Highmark. Oh, and by the way, can we please put a dome on the new stadium they're going to build? Can we please put a dome? You know, I am so not convinced at people who say, oh, people coming through Buffalo. Yeah, well, guess what? Um, that works both ways. And there's to have a stadium in Buffalo, New York, that does not have a dome on it makes absolutely no sense to me. Because in the future, let's say the Bills feel a competitive team again and they're playing a great opponent again, which typically happens when you get into the playoffs. Let's say you've got pretty much a 50-50 chance of winning a game. That weather can hurt your team as much as it can hurt the team coming in from, from outside. So why would you not want to give your team the best possible chances of winning? Anybody out there think the snow worked to the Bills' advantage yesterday? Where do they practice, by the way? Oh, they don't. Pra- they practice inside. So please explain to me how snow and inclement weather works in the Buffalo Bills' favor. It doesn't work in the Buffalo Bills' favor. Now, might it have changed the outcome of yesterday's game? You know, there was a pass where uh, Stephon Diggs, where Josh Allen overthrew Stephon Diggs early in the game. Now, maybe if Stephon had had better footing on the field, maybe he would have been where the ball was. And maybe the game is a different result. Maybe momentum swings uh, into the Bills' uh, favor. And another thing, too, is, and and this, see, what, what was embarrassing about this, was I think it was an embarrassing loss. Because you were on your home field. You were on your home field. The All of the talk about the Bills Mafia and the 12th man 
and it sounded like the game, especially toward the end, was being played in Cincinnati. It almost had the feel of a Cincinnati home game because a lot of people, of course, sold their tickets to make the money, and and, and which, you know, it's a capitalist world. I can't blame anybody for that. But uh, don't, don't say, you know, don't criticize me for not thinking the Bills were going to win yesterday if you sold your tickets to make money off a Cincinnati fan. I mean, who who's the worst person? I didn't benefit at all on, uh, by the Bengals winning yesterday, uh, but if you sold your tickets and you sold them for a good price, you probably did. So, you know, good again, good, good for you. But it was embarrassing. Um, it was – I think the game should have – could have been a blowout game. I'm not 100% sure why it wasn't a blowout game. Uh, but, my goodness, they're so – to not even show up um, and your only touchdown is on a Josh Allen run into the end zone and then you nail a field goal, um, that, was, uh, that was pretty sad. But I, I want to ask you, is it, is it better to lose that way than it is to lose when you think – your team is going to win like what happened in Kansas City. And after the Kansas City game last year, a lot of people, including myself, thought, you know what, the Bills are maybe one or two pieces away from being a legitimate Super Bowl contender. And they went out, they got Von Miller. I thought, okay, this is good. Now the Bills are going to be solid on both sides of the ball. This is a Super Bowl contender. But then the guys kept going down with injuries, capped off by Von Miller's injury, and, and frankly, I think it was all over at that point. I mean, obviously, the DeMar Hamlin situation, um, you know what? It, it could have been a source of tremendous inspiration for the Buffalo Bills. Um, but it, it, you know, it, it, for whatever reason, they, uh, they laid an egg. They came up flat yesterday. Uh, DeMar was – by the way, you see the conspiracy theory going around the Internet – that really wasn't DeMar Hamlin that we saw yesterday. It was an actor playing DeMar Hamlin. Like, okay, people, I don't have time for – I mean, who who has the time to propagate these kinds of things? Because I sure don't, man. I, I it's, it's hard enough keeping up with keeping up with facts. But, I mean, look, this, this, this loss to Cincinnati, first of all, I don't think there's anybody listening to my voice who – believes the Buffalo Bills deserved to win that game yesterday. Cincinnati just outdid the Buffalo Bills in every aspect of the game. Every including coaching, by the way. They outdid the Buffalo Bills every aspect of the game. Just it, it and and the Bills looked like a team that was not even basically prepared to go up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and again, I think the score could have been a, a lot worse. As far as the, uh, as far as losing in the way they did, you as a Bills fan and your humble host, we had time to process what was happening because the outcome of this game, I don't think, was ever in serious doubt. I, I don't think. I really don't think anybody out there thinks, after seeing how bad they were, that the Bills were going to come back and win yesterday's game. Uh, I know, they're a second-half team. Yeah, well, 
that didn't that didn't really that didn't really work out because if you can't come out fired up and just I mean especially against an injured Cincinnati offensive line uh, that was not that was just that was not a good performance at all but it, it, it's better that they lose that way than one of these dramatic Greek tragedy losses like last year in Kansas City but again getting back to the point last year, it looked like the Bills were so close. You could almost taste a Super Bowl, right? Do, do you have that feeling this year? Because I don't. I, I look at the way the season ended with, with a whimper, and I, I think they're a lot further away now than they were this time last year. So it's kind of a weird paradox because I'd much rather lose that way then lose another Greek epic tragedy football game for a Buffalo sports team. I'd, I'd much rather lose that way than the other way. But in that sense, it's easier. But in the sense of looking ahead to next season, it is, um, it, it's not quite as rosy. And anybody, anybody feel that way about the situation? Like this, this loss, we had time to process it during the game, and it wasn't even close. But at the same time, the rosy feeling of looming championship next year, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not feeling it. Maybe Von Miller will put out another video at the start of next season, which will change my mind like he did before the start of this season. Very emotional video saying, hey, I'm aware of the history, wide right, Memphis miracle, 13 seconds, but that all changes. Well, unfortunately it changed, but uh, the result was, uh, the end result was the same. And I, just, I feel horrible for those of you who are, uh, you know, living, breathing, sleeping, eating, um, the Buffalo Bills, because you have wanted a, a championship, a Super Bowl championship for so long. And this isn't going to be, you know, this isn't going to be the year. And are, are you going to root? There's another team that is a possible Super Bowl winner that has not won a Super Bowl, and that is the Cincinnati Bengals. So even though the Buffalo Bills are out of it, I got to root for Cincinnati the rest of the way. The Eagles have won a Super Bowl in recent memory. The 49ers won a bunch of Super Bowls in well, somewhat recent memory. Uh, the Chiefs have won a Super Bowl in very recent memory. The Bengals are a team like the Buffalo Bills. They've been there, but they've never walked away with the trophy. So I hope that the Bengals destroy the Kansas City Chiefs. I hope they destroy them, and I hope they destroy the Eagles. I expect the Eagles, and, and uh, I think the Eagles are going to be in, um, and Kansas City and Cincinnati, a, a toss-up. Uh, I don't know how badly Mahomes is injured. He is the franchise, like Josh Allen is the franchise, but it'll be interesting to see how they cover Kelsey uh, in, in the uh, AFC Championship game. But anyway, your thoughts on what we all had to uh, witness yesterday. Um Again, easier loss to take, but the offseason is just not feeling as rosy to me. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. Let's go to uh, Dan in uh, Pennsylvania. Dan, you are on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom, I have to agree with you. You're right on the money. The Bills looked like they were flat yesterday, and after watching the playoff game the week before, 
in Cincinnati's game, they looked like they were going to thump the Bills, and they did. But yesterday was a definite argument for a dome stadium. Well, you know what? I'd like I'd like more of your thoughts on that because I don't think a dome, as far as yesterday's game, I don't think the dome would have changed the outcome of yesterday's game. I'm looking ahead to the future in a game where you've got you know two teams that are equally talented and equally uh, playing well. It would just suck to see the Bills lose because of a weather situation, which could be prevented with a dome. Yeah. You don't think the result yesterday would be any different, do you? No, it wouldn't have changed a thing. I mean, you you can say maybe if Diggs had been a, a little bit faster, the overthrown ball wouldn't have been overthrown, and maybe that would change the momentum of the game. But that's that's a really big maybe, because that still doesn't account for their guy being wide open in the end zone. That's true. You know, that's why you have to play him. So, build a dome is what you're saying. I think that would help. Well, it wouldn't have solved the problem yesterday. You need some players that really want to that really want a Super Bowl. Well, okay. Was was it a question of? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to figure out the the whole psychology of this thing. I mean, was was this just a season where the Bills? Uh, number one, the expectations were so great. Number two, the injuries just piled up and piled up and piled up. And, and Von Miller, I thought, was the un- the cherry on top of the poop Sunday for the Buffalo Bills. The injuries really hurt. I mean, they had great expectations from last year's playoff run to the start of the season. But, like, you know, when Von the whole thing went downhill. When, when, when Von Miller went out, yeah, and the look on his face told you all – all you needed to know, but look, looking ahead to uh, to next year, do you have that feeling of uh, of hope that uh, you had after the Kansas City game last year? Personally, no. Yeah, I I don't either. I again, I I hope I am wrong, but I I don't either. And, and how Josh Allen was able to avoid significant injury this year with everything he had to do to single handedly, it seems, carry the Bills to victory in some games. Um, I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's – I mean, obviously he had the elbow injury, uh, certainly aware of that. But, uh, you know, as far as an ACL or something like that, um, he was able to dodge that. Um, But, yeah, it was uh, was pretty ugly. Uh, Now, are you going to be rooting for Cincinnati the rest of the way, or at this point do you not care? I really don't care, but if I do root, it'll be for the Eagles. Oh, how can you root for a Philadelphia team? Just because you're in Pennsylvania? Pretty much. Dan, Dan, I, uh, I I must say that any sports team in Philadelphia, I simply can I always root against them, and that goes back to the seventy four seventy five Philadelphia Flyers defeating the Buffalo Sabers in the Stanley Cup Finals. I've never forgiven Philadelphia for that, and to add insult to injury, as that playoff series was going on, Elton John's Philadelphia Freedom was a big song. Okay. So that is my logic, which isn't very logical. But, uh, Dan, thank you. I appreciate the call, and uh, good luck. Yep, thanks. All right, thank you. Uh, it is uh, 226 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Yeah, I don't think, uh, you know, again, I, I, I don't see the dome. If, if they put a dome, dome up, I think we're still talking about a Buffalo Bills loss today because they, they weren't ready to play. They weren't prepared to play, and um, – Philadelphia, or Philadelphia, Cincinnati just manhandled the Bills on their first two possessions. And the Bills just, you know, sometimes you can take a spark from that.
Sometimes you can take uh, momentum, for, not momentum, but you, you can be inspired by that. Say, oh, my, we got to turn it up. We got to step on the gas here. But uh, that was just not the case yesterday. And maybe they just don't have the horses uh, to do it, um, which you know, is really um, is really unfortunate. Um, and, you know, the, the thing, too, is, you know, again, your thoughts on the game yesterday. Do you have the same feeling this year as you did last year? This, this loss to me was easier to take. But at the same time, I don't have that feeling that I had after last year that they're only a, they're only a player or two away. I, I've got a feeling that the gulf is uh, a lot greater between the pretenders and the contenders than, uh, than I did last year. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And those of you who were at the game, what was the mood at the stadium? Because uh, it was it was tough to say. All I know is at the very end of the game, I thought it was being played in Cincy. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, your take on uh, what you saw yesterday, I'm presuming that uh, you most likely watched the Bills game. Maybe some of you were there in person as the Bills fell to the Cincinnati Bengals. And was, was is, is this year's loss easier to take 
than last year's loss. I, th- I think it is personally because had time to process the whole thing. It didn't come as some last-minute thunderbolt uh, or some 13-second thunderbolt as uh, last year's game at Kansas City did for the Buffalo Bills and fans. And watched yesterday's game in the same place, watched um, last year's game against Kansas City. It's a, it's a very private place called Debbie's Basement. And the feeling driving home yesterday from Debbie's Basement was significantly less um, less uh, sorrowful, I guess would be, stinging would be another word, um, than it was yesterday. And I attribute that to being able to, uh, to process it over a period of uh, an hour and a half, two hours, uh, the fact that the Bills' season was uh, going to come to uh, an end, barring some miracle which looked increasingly unlikely and obviously did not take place as the, uh, as the game went on. But, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the situation with the, with the Dome, I, I, I so wish that this new stadium they're going to build would have a dome and not a retractable dome. Because a retractable dome, it costs thousands of dollars every time you open and close a retractable dome. Not a big fan of those. Just build a domed stadium. Because in the future, in the future, let's just say uh, a game like last year's Bills-Chiefs game, okay, playoff game, where both teams are basically equal. Wouldn't it have sucked Instead of losing the way the Bills lost in 13 seconds last year to have lost because of some weather-related injury or one of our guys loses footing going down the field and would have been open for the game-winning touchdown, but uh, obviously the snow was was nothing that he could run on. It just it, it seems to me that you want to give that that the 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 uh, a home field advantage. Uh, for winter weather is not really a home field advantage for um, winter weather. I think it's a detriment to both teams, and it, in particular, is a detriment to guys like uh, Josh Allen. Uh, obviously, not Joe Burrow, but uh, Josh Allen did not have uh, a particularly um, good day yesterday. I'd be hard pressed to, to think of anybody who had a particularly good yesterday uh, day yesterday. There were some good plays here and there, but uh, basically, it was it was Cincinnati's game. Um, but do you believe that this is an easier loss to take than was the loss to the Kansas City Chiefs last year? And conversely, and and again, look, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer here, but last year when the Bills lost, most people had the thought, okay, they're only a couple of pieces away from being contenders and not pretenders. And the downside of yesterday and the way they lost yesterday is, you know what, maybe it's more than a couple of pieces away. Maybe there are some bigger issues here that they're going to have to address um, in the offseason. And, and you know, specifically what those are, um, I'll let the guys down the hall handle that. But uh, it, it was it was pretty, pretty sad. I mean, you're supposed to – home field advantage is supposed to be home field advantage – and the 12th man is supposed to be the 12th man. And yesterday, I mean, they mute the sound on TV. You, you know that. That's why I was hoping I'd get somebody who's actually at the game to uh, to call in. And, and personally, and I'm not embarrassed uh, about this at all. Personally, I, I'd rather watch the game not at the stadium. I'd, I want to get all of the camera angles. 
Uh, I want to get as much information as I can, as quickly as I can. And what's interesting is people with the DeMar Hamlin tragedy, um, people at home had a better idea what was going on than the people who were actually at the stadium in, in Cincinnati did. Uh, people there, a lot of them were just scratching their heads, walking out. They had no idea. They could not grasp fully um, what had just happened uh, in the game against Cincinnati. And, and that's another reason, too, why... I did not think the Bills were going to win yesterday's game because prior to its cancellation, um, Cincinnati looked uh, looked pretty good against the Buffalo Bills. Yes, there was not that much of the game that was played, but um, I didn't like what was unfolding uh, prior to that situation taking place. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And let's go to Art in Williamsville. Art, you are on. You were at the game. I was, Tom. And, and just to touch on what you were just talking about, it was really disappointing to, for me to see all the Cincinnati fans. There. I mean, I, you know, as a season ticket holder, you could do with what you want with your tickets. You can sell them, keep them, go to the games. But I, I, out of all the games I've been to this year, which is all of them, I have never seen a bigger uh, opposition presence than yesterday, which I would think – would be more filled with Bills fans than any other game that we had going this year. It was really disappointing to me. And, and I, I, the, the shouts during our offensive uh, plays, I, it, it, they were all, all, all around us. I was surrounded by Cincinnati fans, which, you know, God, God bless them, but um, we should have had a bigger Bills fan base than we did. And we had it for all the other games. But this game, for some reason, there was a ton of Cincinnati fans there. And like I said, during our offensive our, our offensive downs, they were yelling and screaming almost as loud as we were. Hmm. Well, I mean, one one reason is I mean, Cincinnati is only a six and a half hour drive from Buffalo, so that might be one of the reasons why those tickets were scooped up by Cincinnati fans. I, I agree with that. You're right that they're close by, but where I sit, it's, it's the majority of season ticket holders, and those people had to sell those tickets for Cincinnati to be there. And I, I, you know, obviously you could do what you want with your tickets, but I just didn't think it was the right thing to do. I think we should have all been there supporting our team. And it just didn't seem like we had that support for this particular game like we had in games past. So do you, do you, do you think, do you think, I want you to be honest with me. I'm just asking this as a question. Do you think that people who sold their tickets yesterday, uh, do you think that they somehow were traitors to the Buffalo Bills? That they let the Bills down? The twelfth man let the Bills down? Yeah, yes. It, 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 you know, I only I only say that because where I sit, there's always different people sitting next to me. But every game this year so far, it's been Bills fans that have taken those seats. But not yesterday. I, I like I said, I was literally surrounded by Cincinnati fans, which in in past games this season. I, I haven't had that experience, so well, I, I wouldn't call them traitors, but but I, I would say they they took advantage. They were advent they were advantageous people that took advantage of what they could probably get the, their tickets for. I mean, I probably could have sold my tickets for you know maybe two three hundred dollars, and that's twice as much as I paid for them. So you know I get it, but in a game where we really need Buffalo to be present, it, it just didn't seem like we were. And, and to your point about it being not as uh, exciting or kind of mellow, I, I would agree with you. And I think it's because Cincinnati had a big presence. 
so were there so many Bengals? And by the way, anybody else who is at the game, I want to hear from you whether you disagree or agree with what Art is saying. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. What, what percentage of, of people, uh, just based on the jerseys, were, were Bengals fans? Was it 20%? Not, not just around you, but at the stadium, uh, what you could see. Yeah, yeah. So for, for past games, I would say maybe five percent of the people were were rooting for the or the opposition. This was, I would say, at least ten percent, at least. And that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people yelling and screaming when Josh is trying to throw the ball. I don't know if it was a big distraction to him, but it, to me, it, it didn't make me feel good. I, I'll tell you that it didn't give me the camaraderie that I usually have when I go to these games. So you're used to seeing a whole bunch of the same faces. Uh, you're used to high-fiving the same people, and the people you usually uh, high-fived, the once you could actually high-five somebody, um, they weren't around. No. No, they weren't. And that was really disappointing. So it when, was. It was disappointing. So when uh, when the Bills fans uh, were, were, were making all the noise, when Burrow was trying to get his team going, how deafening was it compared to other games? It didn't seem as loud. It was still loud, you know, obviously, we, we 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 did have the majority of uh, of the of the audience, but it, it wasn't. I, you know, it, just, it just seemed different. There was a, 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 a it was a weird sensation. It wasn't. I just didn't feel like I had felt the other games. I didn't feel the 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 the, the bond. I didn't feel uh, the excitement. I, it, it was just it was just different. Did did you happen to catch um, as somebody who was at the game, uh, Stefan Diggs uh, having some words with Josh Allen, which didn't exactly look like. I hope you're having a good New Year. Well, well, I, I sit on the on the visitor side, so I, I really couldn't ah. the bench that well. So I, I didn't. I did not see that. No. Gotcha. All right, the visitor side is is where you were. the uh, The situation you, you've talked about that with with the crowd as an individual who's been to every single game this year. Um, I'd like your overall view, not just of, of yesterday's um, loss, but the season in general and, and the emotional up and down, the roller coaster that it was. I, I would like to know, for example, if you agree or disagree with my premise that if Von Miller was the guy who's going to put the Bills over the hump, the Super Bowl became out of reach the minute Von Miller got wheeled out of that game. Yeah, it, it seems as, as, as though our bubble – was slowly leaking once that happened, and then when Demar went down, it's just like we couldn't we couldn't capture uh, the the focus. That that's what it kind of seemed like we were out of focus. And I get that Demar going down is a big a big deal. I mean, obviously it's just a game, and 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 life or death is much more important. But once those things happened, you're right. The, the focus just didn't seem like it was there, and it, uh, to me. The telltale game was was against Miami last week. I, I thought we were going to lose that game, and it and they they played a better game than us. I think I think we were just, I don't want to say we were lucky because we we did you know watching. I always watch uh, the little quick YouTube. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Highlight as do I. Of the game. So, so you get to see things you don't get to see from a distance. But um, I, I just I just didn't, I thought last week I didn't think we were going to win today uh, yesterday, and, I, and of course I was right. But I wasn't the only one that felt that way. A lot of us 
all had that feeling that we got, we're, 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 we're in trouble. That's well, they believe me. Believe me, as somebody who posted on Facebook that I didn't think the Bills were going to win uh, last Monday, I didn't think they're going to win against the Bengals. Uh, believe me, uh, you, you didn't want to publicly state that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I found that out. I was the most hated man in Western New York last week, and probably today as well, uh, because as you know, my Facebook post influences the outcome of a game. You know, it, it clearly did. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're definitely you're definitely a trendsetter and a, a big impact. Oh oh, I'm I'm sure the bills the bills read that post and said, well, if Tom says it, we we just can't win every last one of them. But the uh, the the feeling heading into the off season, I want to t- touch uh, touch on that with you. Um, last year versus this year, give me your take. No, you're you're right. Last year, I I definitely had a I was definitely more confident about this this season than I am about our next season. And I just don't know, you know, I have a feeling people are going to leave and that's going to break up, you know, uh, a good team. But, you know, like Josh, Josh said in his, in his news conference today, it's a business. He understands that, but we're not going to have the same team we have this year. Like, like we just didn't have the same team as we had last year. And I think last year was probably the better team and, and, you know, circumstances, (laughs) circumstances be as they may, they, we lost, but nonetheless, you're right. Next year, I don't have the same uh, confidence. Well, and, and the thing is, too, when when Von Miller uh, finally gets back, is he going to be the same Von Miller? He's getting older. I mean, I, I, I don't. I forget how old he is. What he's in his thirties, right? Uh, I'll give you an exact age here in just a moment. Yeah, so I, I don't go to his. I don't go to his birthday parties, so uh, <laughs> he's he's never invited me. Uh, but uh, imagine imagine that Von Miller's thirty three. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm nothing against him. He's he's in great shape. He's a great player. I, I just don't, you know you know as you get older, you're you're just not the same. Trust me, you're not the same as you were when you were twenty three. So you know, I, in, anyway. No, oh, I, I, I I don't think he is the make or break. I I think there's a couple people that really give to that, and and two of them were out yesterday. Von Miller being one, and the other guy, the other defensive guy, uh, Jones. Well, on, on uh, the on the bright side, um, Matt Milano. He's he's my favorite player, and I've I've worn his jersey to every game. Yeah, I've, I've got Allen jerseys and and Von Miller jerseys. Um, so apparently, I'm bad luck uh, to Mr. Miller. See, he should invite me to his parties. But I I thank you very much, Art. I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the call. Glad you made the game, but uh, very interesting. Thank you. All right, those of you who were at the game, do you share what Art just had to say about? like 10% of the crowd being from Cincinnati. And if you're a season ticket holder, the people around you, did they sell out to the Cincinnati people? I mean, I, I <clears throat> excuse me, I can understand that because uh, Cincinnati and Buffalo, um, you know, it's only a six and a half hour drive. Uh, it, it's a pain in the butt to fly um, Cincinnati to Buffalo. As far as I know, there's no direct flights. You got to hook up in what, Detroit? Pittsburgh, Chicago, one of those, maybe Atlanta, or you could do the Joe Beamer special and go to Denver and then to Buffalo, uh, what Joe Beamer was going to do to fly to Atlanta. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a difficult pill to swallow. And, you know, you just kind of wonder what the, what the breaking point was uh, for the Buffalo Bills um, and, and what yesterday's game means, uh, the way in which they lost – and, uh, and again, last year it was a you know, last year it was a titanic battle on the field 
It, it was a it was a um, it was a slugfest on the field, back and forth, back and forth. This game yesterday, it was just, was how do I say this? There there was not a single time yesterday where I felt you know what? Yes, I'm going to be wrong. Good Bills, show me wrong. There was not a single moment I thought the Bills were going to uh, come back and and win that game. Um, and I think most of that was dictated by the ease with which the Bengals marched down the field and, and made the score 14 to nothing, just like that, in the blink of an eye. If you were running a few minutes late to your uh, party destination, you you missed what basically set the tone for the entire game. And you know the other thing too, um, you know, looking just looking at the the big the big picture here um, is. You know, you you get to you get to be um, you get to reach a certain age, and you really start to legitimately wonder if you are ever going to live to see the Buffalo Bills win a Super Bowl or the Buffalo Sabers winning a Stanley Cup. And it's interesting. I, I refer to this a lot, but you know, I go back to the 1974-1975 Sabers. And I was a little kid then. And they went down four games to two to the Philadelphia Flyers. Again, that's why I'm not a big fan of Philadelphia or anything having to do with Philadelphia. But uh, except maybe my paycheck. But anyway, um, that's that's a different story for a different day. But anyway, uh, you, you think when you're around 12 years old, you think, well, you know what? I'm 12 years old now. And come on, at some point, by the time I'm 60 years old, the Sabres are going to win a Stanley Cup. They have to, right? And they haven't. And they're not going to by the time. So that's that's a long time. 12 years old to 60 and no Stanley Cup. That that That's a very long time. And the same thing with the Bills. I, I, I was just a kid um, for the glory years of the AFL. I, I was a kid. I was not conscious at that point. But as far as the Super Bowl, uh, some people wanted to know how this compared to the Super Bowl loss uh, losses. Um, the Super Bowl losses, again, the only game that was close was the Giants game that went down to wide right. The other games weren't even close. And you had time to process the fact that the Bills were not going to win the Super Bowl. And with every succeeding uh, trip to the Super Bowl, uh, I think it's safe to say that uh, expectations went, you know, went, went down. Their best shot was that game against the New York Giants, and they just couldn't seal the deal. But that's what Smoking Man in X-Files had to say, that uh, it was decided in high chambers that the Buffalo Bills would never win a Super Bowl. But anyway, just the, the, bigger, the, the, the bigger picture situation is... Um, is uh, well, it it really is, and and I I think you're legitimately uh, you're not, I don't think you're weird if you legitimately ask yourself, are you going to be alive in time uh, to see the uh, the Buffalo Bills win the Super Bowl? And with every playoff loss, it becomes statistically more and more unlikely. And have to admit, I'd like to see it. Once, preferably more times, like to see the Sabres raise the Stanley Cup. And, and just once, just once, I would like to see a Buffalo team on locker clearout day leave 
with a championship trophy in their hands. Just once. I would like to see that. At least just once. But it does become, uh, it does become frustrating um, where every, every playoff game, every last game of the season for the Sabres or the Bills in the playoffs has been the last game. It, it that that is um, after a few years, after a few decades, after a quarter of a century, after half a century, it uh, it gets a little old. I guess that would make any win all the sweeter, right? All right, it is uh, two fifty six at News Radio nine thirty WBEN. We will shift gears heading into the three o'clock hour on WBEN. Going to bring you something that I said I was going to do last Friday, and I kind of ran out of time because something else came up, and th- sometimes things work that way. On News Radio nine thirty WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.